Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Badass Mindset Podcast with me, Jason Lee. If you hit that subscribe button now, you'll never miss another episode and you can also follow me over on Instagram at the underscore Jason dot Lee. That's T-H-E underscore J-A-S-O-N dot L-E-E. And we're going to dive straight in now to today's topic, which is love is an adventure. And so... I want to talk about relationships today, about love, about masculine and feminine energy, and we're going to be discussing about how all of these things come together to create a tonic of what relationships really are, which is an adventure. Okay, so we go to any relationship. It doesn't matter if that's an intimate one or if it's one with friends or family or anybody, you know, siblings. We should always be looking to give in any relationship that we have. But particularly today, we're going to be looking at intimate relationships, so with our partners, and thinking about how we can go there, or if you're single, like what you would want to be able to give to a partner, and in what way you can look to cultivate that energy and that direction in your relationships and in your everyday life, so that you can be the best person you can possibly, so that you can show up as your best self and understand yourself, knowing that you can give something to somebody else. And so, yeah, we go to any relationship to give. Uh, And to give, we have to be willing to let go of our own wants and look to the other's needs. And so we have to be quite selfless as opposed to selfish, right? It's the same as in any other area of our life. We have to be looking at the purpose, okay? We have to be on purpose, not on on ourselves. We can't be looking at the way that we want something to be. We have to be looking at okay, but how can I make this person's life better? Even if it's just by a small percentage, right? What can you give? And so we have to to do that. We have to use our hearts, not our heads, because we have to be able to, you know, love. What do we symbolize love with? A heart, right? That's a, a, a red heart. That's what we symbolize love with. And we're taught that from such a young age. And yet at some point, that disappears. We lose this realization that, you know, love doesn't come from the head, it comes from the heart. And we get into our heads and we start thinking about things and we start overanalyzing things and we start overthinking, which, you know, in itself, you know, the art of overthinking is creating problems that were never there. That's basically what overthinking is. And when you do that in a relationship, one or even worse, if it's both people doing that in a relationship, it's a really difficult atmosphere for love to thrive. Because love thrives when two people give to each other without any expectations of anything in return. And that doesn't mean that we're not, you know, we're not looking at what's being given back. We should always be, you know, we should always have an eye on, hey, am I getting actually what I need back? But at the same time, we shouldn't be focusing on that. We shouldn't be focusing on what we're getting back, just to be aware of it. And we should be focusing on what we're going to give and how we give is how we grow. And in love, the growth comes when we keep on giving, when we keep on growing and we keep on giving. You know, the best relationships are the ones that last because they give to each other consistently and they love in such a way that each other are completely free. They're completely free to be who they want to be, to do the things they want to do and to to feel the way they want to feel. And so, you know, love, it's, it's not a game. A lot of people describe it as a game, do you know, like, oh, the game of love. And and it's a really toxic way to look at love because it's never a game, but it is a process. 
And in that process, you have to go through certain aspects, you know. You think about the initial stages when you first meet somebody, that initial romance, the attraction, the, the energy, the will they, won't they, do they like me back? You know, do I like them as much as I think that I do? do you know, do, and then it develops and then love comes in at some stage. And, you know, you may be starting to look at certain things, you know, for a guy, you know, a guy at first is kind of, his head runs away with him. He's like, oh, I could marry this girl. Yep, she, she'd be a good mother. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I could see that, you know, and it's like the second date. Uh, for a woman, you know, she's just kind of holding back, you know, happy, healthy people, you know, they're holding back in that way, you know, guys and girls in a way that like they want to be able to assess, you know, is this person good for me? Is this person going to be someone that has the same goals, the same values as me in life? But when we're looking at relationships, and I am talking here, not just heterosexual relationships, it's any relationship and any love relationship intimately, because there's always two poles to any relationship, and that is masculine and feminine. Okay, and these are two poles of energies. And we're both, like, you know, whether you're a man or a woman, you, everybody has masculine and feminine energy within them. But it, a lot of that comes down to how you were brought up, right? So men predominantly, predominantly should have more masculine energy within them. But if they grew up with a really weak father, if they grew up with a, a father figure that maybe wasn't there, or somebody that was, uh, you know, the, the wife, the, the mother, wore the trousers... You know, maybe she made all the decisions. Maybe she earned all of the money. Um, you know, maybe the, the father wasn't specifically encouraging or admirable in any way. Then men that grow up in, in or boys that grow up in, to be men in situations like that, they actually find themselves, you know, mummy's boys, right? They find themselves a little bit more feminine, a little bit more insecure, because they don't have that strong masculine presence and therefore the energy is more feminine and it's the same for girls you know like they grow up and masculine energy for them is protection right so the the dad's energy the father's energy it's all about protection it's like you know when a, when a little girl's upset what does she do she, she runs to a father you know and that is is a protection thing and you know so women that grow up without that presence can often feel a little more insecure as they get older, a little bit like unsure of themselves, unsure of a, a man's presence. And they probably crave that presence a little bit more because they maybe didn't have that presence growing up. Um, and it's the same for the guy, you know, like if, if he grew up with a more feminine father or a more domineering mother, then he's more likely to feel insecure too. So when we're looking at healthy love, healthy love is non-attached free love. And if we're looking at the energies that create that love, masculine and feminine, so we're saying, you know, masculine energy should be more domineering in the male and feminine energy more domineering in the female. However, you know, even if you're a same-sex relationship, it, it still counts. One of you takes on the role of the man or the woman. One of you is more domineering. One of you makes the decisions. The 50-50 split thing, that this fallacy that everything should just be 50-50, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. If you look at relationships that go like that, you know, women tend to get frustrated at men that can't make decisions. You know, men that ponder, that dally and deliberate all the time. You know, I don't know. What do you want to do, love? Uh, I don't know. Fucking make a decision already. <laughs> you know, because women don't want 
to have that type of role. They don't want to make decisions. They don't want to have the responsibility. Not really. What they want to do is they want to be able to show up as a feminine energy, to receive love. And so when we're looking at masculine energy, that's all about, you know, drive and ambition and, you know, breaking down barriers and achieving and problem solving, right? And so the main energy within within that masculine, you know, problem solving and breaking down barriers, it's very f- driven, it's very forward, it's very like head down, go straight ahead and run like fuck until you can break down the wall, right? If you ask a guy to break down a wall, he'll break down the wall. He, he'll stand there and he will break down that wall. You know, he, he'll punch it, he'll headbutt it, he'll break a stick, he'll do anything to get that wall down, right? Because you've given him a task. You said, break down the wall. He has to break down the wall. He's not a man in his own mind if he doesn't break down the wall. But when we're looking at feminine energy, feminine energy is all about opening up to receive love. You know, they're designed, you know, females are designed to receive a man in every single way possible. And so they want to be heard and understood more than anything else. Because when a woman is heard and understood, she feels seen and appreciated. And, you know, she wants to be nurtured but not smothered. And I think that's a, a key thing there when you're looking at feminine energy to the masculine. You know, masculine energy is all about solving problems. And so quite often, you know, the female energy maybe has a problem, but... If the man tries to solve it, it's a smothering energy then. It's not a problem solve, a problem he needs to solve. It's just something that is there and he has to accept. And so, yeah, the, the woman wants to be heard and understood, but she doesn't want to be smothered. And so when we're talking about those energies within a relationship and within love and the adventure, you know, we're looking at, how the process goes sometimes, you know, when we're talking about the adventure taking you on a journey, right? And we look at times when in a relationship, maybe maybe there's a challenge that's come up, right? Maybe there's a problem that, you know, it's not going to be solved by the man because he can't smash the barrier, right? He, there's nothing he can go through. But it can't be solved by the woman because she needs to talk about it. She needs to be able to open up in a space that's free and easy to be, you know, she wants to be listened to, she wants to be heard and understood, like I said. And so when we're talking about masculine energy in that way, it kind of has to take a back seat. It kind of has to, you know, a man has to understand that he just needs to sit back and he needs to listen and he needs to just absorb what the woman is telling him, right? And, you know, a man is not done talking with a woman or listening to her until she's said that she feels much better, until she says oh, I just feel so much better after that. You know, I really needed to talk about that. Thank you for listening. I'm so glad we talked. That was just, oh, I just feel great. And then you get a hug. And until that happens, guys, you're not done. You're not done. There's no fucking, you're not going anywhere. You can't move off that sofa until you've heard those magic words. That is it. That's it. Until you've heard those words, don't go anywhere. Because she is not, you know, the woman has not been heard. She's not been understood. And so when we're looking at how that develops the adventure, when a woman feels safe and understood, she can move forward and she wants to come on that adventure with a man. You know, she said, okay, he understands me. I'll, I'll take this adventure. I'll keep going. You know, and, and that's how a man, and you know, it's his job to create the adventure, right? Which we're going to get to a little bit later. You know, love 
if you look at it, you know, kind of like a, a, a fantasy drama or a movie, you know, nobody wants to know the end of that movie, right? Nobody wants to know the end of the movie before they sit down and watch it. And so, guys, when we're driven to, like, provide this atmosphere to, like, everything's going to be good, it's going to be fine, I've got it all figured out, I've smashed every barrier I can, and this is what's going to happen, you're ruining the ending of the movie, right? You're letting the the feminine know too early how it's going to end. And that's boring. That's not an adventure. That's not something that she wants to get on board with. That's not something that she feels like she can process because there's no process, right? And women fall in love, lo- fall in love slowly over time, right? Women fall in love slowly over time. Whereas guys, like I said, we're, we're thinking about, you know, what, you know where are we going to get married? You know, and it's the second date or, you know, we've known the woman a month. And it's like, we've really got to slow it down and create the right environment for the adventure to thrive because the adventure can only thrive if you create the environment in which the woman can feel like she trusts your masculine energy. She she trusts your masculine core to take her on that adventure. And that's what part of the listening process is, the understanding, the heard and understood. So, okay, I can trust this man to lead me on this adventure because he understands me. He's listening to me and he sees me. Okay. And so the adventure is the fun, right? It's the process. And the process is a feminine energy. It's a feminine quality. Process is feminine, right? Like I said, masculine is immediate. It's just like, boom, right, I got it. I've done it. What, what more do you want me to do? What can I do next? But the femme said, no, 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 slow down. I don't want you to do it all in one night. I don't want you to, you know, when you, you can look at uh, sex as a really good um, example of this, you know? The guy's like, come on, let's get to it. Woo, get them clothes off. You know, like, and the woman wants to be undressed slowly. She wants to be seduced through a process, right? She wants to feel loved, you know? She wants to feel cared for and nurtured. She wants you to kiss her neck slowly. She wants you to caress her lips. She wants you to have a slight tilt of her chin, you know? She wants you to go through her body and understand it. She doesn't want you to just take your pants off and, you know, stick your boner in her face and like, there you go, I'm ready. You know, that's not what it's about. That's like, that's showing her the end of the movie, right? That's showing her the end of the movie and saying, well, we'll sit down and watch the beginning later, right? We'll we'll go through all of that some other time. But right now, I just want to see how it ends and see if it's worth watching. But for a woman, it's like, oh, well, it's not worth watching now. I know how it ends, Right? And so you need to be looking at this process, you know, this feminine energy, the quality of that, you know, it's not the end result that matters. It's, you know, it's not the achievement of the man to say, you know, I did it, I did it, you know, I got there, I did it. A good example of this in, in a way of which a man should go about his desires still, right? Because when a man has desire, when he has passion, when he has purpose, when he's going after what he wants in life, a woman sees that as an adventure. A woman sees that as, okay, he's, he's doing his own thing. He's got his own life. I like that. I like, I'm, not, I'm, the, I, I'm the center of his love, but I'm not the center of his attention all the time. Because a man who does that, a man who just, yes, he'll put his woman before anything, but he'll also not do it unnecessarily, right? He won't forgo all of his other interests, all of his other desires, all of his other goals and dreams just because his woman says so or because he feels like his woman needs his attention. 
Because a woman eventually will get bored of that and she'll become more masculine because she feels like she has to take up the role of, you know, creating the adventure effectively. She has to start doing things and dictating things in a way that's not maybe natural to her. And so a good example of this, of this sort of the mission that I'm going to go for this and I have to do this because this is my adventure. And you said you were on this adventure with me. And so if you try and talk me out of this, you know, you can't. I'm just going to do it anyway. And if you look at the Rocky movies, you know, they're a great example of, of this. If you think of Adrian, you know, she doesn't want Rocky to fight. I think it's Rocky three with, um, you know, Mr. T, Clubber Lang, who's playing. And, you know, he's just destroyed Rocky. And I think it's the, the first fight because of Mick dies or whatever. I mean, this is if you've not seen this, it's a spoiler, but it's kind of a 40-year-old spoiler, so I don't really feel that guilty. Um, but, you know, Adrian's like, don't fight, Rocky. Don't fight. And it's I think it's the same again in Rocky Four with Dolph Lundgren and, you know, the, the big Russian guy. And, you know, she's like, don't fight that monster. Do you know, but he has to. He has to do it. And she, I think at one point, I think it's Rocky Three. she says, I'm not going to be there. I'm not going to come and watch you fight. I'm not going to... If you want to die, like, go die, but I won't be there to see it. He does it anyway. And she turns up. She turns up anyway, right? Because she can't help but respect him for doing that. She can't help but respect the fact that he still had to go through and do what he needed to do for him and and his, you know, his energy, his masculine energy, his core was being questioned if he didn't do it, right? His masculine core was put into question. If he didn't fight, he wouldn't feel worthy as a man. He had to do it. And she respected him for that. She wouldn't have wanted him to do it. No, you know, no woman really wants a man to be put in danger. But at the same time, they respect and understand and appreciate it when a guy goes after what he needs and wants to do. Because that's masculine energy. And that's attractive. That's really attractive to a woman. When a guy is going after what he wants, a woman is intrigued by that adventure right? She knows that it's scary. She knows, that's why, you know, you look at the bad boys, in quotes, the, the women go for the bad boys, in better quotes, because they're scary. They've got adventure, you know, what's, what's going to happen? The nice guy gets rejected, right? The nice guy gets rejected. Why does he get rejected? Because she knows how the movie ends. She understands that he just wants to please her, you know, how many star jumps? You, how high do you want me to jump? Do you know, doing that is the surefire way to lose respect. And you know, it's it's like I was saying with Rocky. You know, she respects him more for doing what he needed to do, regardless of the outcome. Right? She'd have loved him if he'd have lost. She'd have respected him if he'd have lost. I mean, he wins, but that's not the point. Like a woman can't love a man that she doesn't respect. It's impossible. And so to get that respect, a man has got to use his masculine core to go after what he wants. And it's the same, you know, for a, a man can't love a woman who isn't open. She needs to be open to love. And, and a lot of that comes down to loving yourself and, you know, a lot of self-love to know that you're enough for somebody else. And that's a, that's a different topic, but it really leads in. I've got an episode on that, you know, self-love. If you listen to that one too, uh, you know, it's it just, it talks about that in, in more depth. But if you look at a relationship, you can't give what you don't already have inside. And you have to have it to give it. And you have to be open to giving it, to receive it. It's like a complete circle. 
You have to be, it has to be fully rounded. The whole process has to be rounded. And within that, the masculine and energy always have to be at opposite ends of the circle. You imagine they're going around the circle, like two gold, you know, stars, like circulating clockwise around a circle. They should be at opposite ends at all times, right? Because when that polarity becomes mismatched, when the stars come closer together on that circle, that's when problems happen. That's when the woman cuts off her hair and starts wearing trousers and goes, I told you to take the bins out, man. You know, like, or, or she just does it herself, right? You know, and that's because the energy has is, is become too mashed, right? The energy in the relationship has, you know, there's depolarization and that kills a relationship because the masculine and feminine, is, is, it, they have to be opposite each other. And so you know, it's like the, the idea of, you know, no woman wants a man that she can say, now jump and he says how high that's not attractive right and so the man the man must always stay in his center like because she can't trust a man a woman can't trust a man who always does as he's told he has to do his own thing he has to you know be his own man you know uh, i think steve mcqueen you know, said I, I i answer to my, i live for myself and i answer to nobody that was the quote that he said you know, i live for myself and i answer to nobody and that's a really powerful quote. Now, it's a very masculine quote because he, you know, in saying that, is saying, hey, I'm doing this for me. I'm not going to answer to you. If you want to come on my adventure, that's great. But I'm just going to go do it anyway. So, you know, do your own thing. If you want to come, the ticket's here. I'll leave it on the table. And that's exactly how the energy should be, right? Because it's like the movie idea, you know. A woman wants the experience of finding out in real time what is going to happen. She wants to see what's going to happen as it's unfolding. She doesn't want you to tell her. She doesn't want you to show her, you know, pictures. She wants you to do it in real time. She wants you, she wants to unf like learn about everything, the unfolding, the experience as it's happening. She doesn't want you to tell her what you're going to do. She wants you to show her right there and then. You know, as a man, you have, you have to like facilitate the adventure. You have to create the conditions in which love can grow, because love is a process and it, and it does grow. You know, a woman is love. As simple as that. A woman is designed to receive a man in every single way. So she is love. She embodies love. That's why that that tender touch, that you know, that's the slenderness of. And the woman's nature in general is just caring, loving, joy, happiness. And and the smile of a woman, you know, is enough to melt a man's heart. And that's that's the only thing that they really can, you know. So a man often, you know, he needs a woman to to feel completed, you know, and whole. And you know, it doesn't mean that you depend on them. It doesn't mean that you need them. I I I can't live without you in a in a you know controlling way for either of you know a man or a woman. It's not you know you must love in such a way that you both feel free. But it's about you know a woman saying I'm love and come give me love, and a man saying I'm going to give you love and I'm going to understand you. And the woman has to be open to receiving it, and the man has to be open to listening to what she wants and giving her what she needs. You know, and a woman needs that understanding and the unknown. You know, she needs to be understood, but she also needs the unknown. 
You know, she needs to feel like the adventure is worth going on. You know, she needs to she needs to see the little highlight of the movie reel, right? She needs to see the trailer and think, yeah, that looks good. I want to see that. I want to see how that ends. But I don't want to, you know, I don't want it to, I don't want to spoil it. You know, I don't want to see too much of the trailer. I just want to see a little bit and now I'm going to make my decision. And so love is an adventure, really. It's all about the process. It's all about understanding the polarity, the masculine and the feminine energy. It's all about understanding how everything is a process that has to happen slowly over time. Um, you know, love fast and, it, and it'll probably fizzle out fast as well because the best love does take time to curate. It takes time to understand each other's needs. It takes time to listen and learn and body language, you know, to, for a man to understand his woman, because we've all got simple body language, right? Arms folded, you're defensive, you know, legs facing the opposite direction. You, you don't want to talk. Eyes up to the right. You, you're lying through your teeth. You're using the creative time to, side of your brain. So it's, you know, there's so many easy spots for body language in that way, but we're all still individuals and we've all got nuances, you know, things people do. Maybe it's like picking their nails or like biting their lip or, you know, scratching behind their ear, small things. And these things you get to know over time and you know what they mean. Over time, you understand what they mean. Maybe it's nerves, maybe it's anxiousness, maybe it's worry, maybe it's excitement, you know, and you get to learn these little nuances over time. And that's part of the adventure. It's not all about this culture of, you know, flying off to exotic locations and posing on beaches, you know, that's not a, it's not necessarily an adventure. It's fun. Yeah, sure, it'll be fun for a while. It depends what comes with that, you know? The adventure can all be done in small magic moments, you know, and it's about understanding that you can create the adventure as a man and as a woman. You can facilitate the adventure by being open to whatever the man's adventure is, right? And so... I'm going to leave you with a thought of the day. Now, I just want you to think about this. Whether you're a guy or a girl, I want you to look at this and think, you know, does your adventure look compelling? Does your adventure look compelling? Whether that's your individual adventure, or whether you're as a woman, you know, you think, does the adventure with my man, does that look compelling? Whether you're a guy and you're single or you're with your know, partner and you're thinking, you know, does my adventure look compelling? You know, am I creating a good enough adventure for us both? Does it does it have prospects? You know, does it have a future? Has my adventure go somewhere? Does it have pitfalls and does it have highs? Does it have times where we're going to be glued together? Does it have times where we're going to be struck apart? You know, through the your own goals, maybe maybe your own goals will require you to have that testing love. You know, from a distance, whatever it is, you've got to understand that if the adventure isn't compelling the love will not grow. And so that's what I've got for you today. Um, and if you like this episode, I implore you to share it, to subscribe so that you don't miss another one. And, uh, you know, tell a friend or two, you know, every every person that hears this gets to experience this. And, and, you know, if I can impact your life and you can tell a friend and that impacts their life and so on and so forth, then the impact is going to grow and that's going to help more people make better decisions and better their life, their relationships and their goals. And, you know, if you'd like to get my help personally, you can send me a direct message on Instagram. 
Uh, my handle is at the underscore Jason dot Lee at T-H-E underscore J-A-S-O-N dot L-E-E. And so I'm going to leave you with that. And as I always do with the quote, do something today that your future self will be proud of. And I appreciate you for listening. And I will see you on the next one. Take care.